Okay. Alright. Okay. Alright, you ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Aw, yeah. Welcome back to Strange Range Baby episode 50, oh. motherfucking five. Smooth sounds of the strange coming at you live. Tell you what, I'm about to be 0-6 in fantasy this week. It's not going good. <laughs> it is That's not your fantasy? stellar. Uh, it is not. It is not. Are you drinking a coconut right now? I'm drinking a coconut. Oh, nice. fucking... Cheers. Yeah, I haven't seen a coconut in a bit. They're... They're better out of a bottle. Dude, when I was a kid, uh, my dad would buy coconut every once in a while, and he'd be like, bought the good stuff. And I, now that I'm an adult, I'm like, I mean, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. But small town, you have like three choices oh, of yeah. beer. Kokanee, and then he made like when he was poor, he'd get Ice House, but he'd talk it up like, Dad's got Ice House. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, Kokanee's, as far as like light beers go, mm-hmm. or like your standard standard beer, it's not bad. It's not it's bad. Not bad. PBR, it's way better at Rainier, Kokanee. Yeah, like yeah. I'll drink Rolling Rock. Ugh, that's like literally one of the only beers I, I just can't do. It tastes skunky right out of the can. I know, it's great. <laughs> I forgot about that. I haven't seen you drink in a while. There was like a legit era when I first met you. You guys were down and rolling around. Oh yeah, we still do. Yeah, we yeah, still do. do. I used to, I used to drink it because uh, the gas station I lived next door to you always had deals, and it was like seven dollars for a twelve pack. Yeah, it's awesome. They sell teeners, and they're yeah, like usually the fucking eighteen packs like ten dollars. Can't beat you that. You can't man. beat the value no, of that. That's a that's an excellent value. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm on this uh, back on this Goose Island uh, Hazy Bear Hug. Hell yeah, kick ass beer, really good. I saw they had a nine point nine version of that. I don't. I can't oh my god, that. yeah, stout. She gonna be brother. thick, mm-hmm. real thick. Thick. Uh, how was your thick. weekend? It's going good. It's yeah. going pretty good actually. We went to uh, went and did a haunted haunted uh, uh, hayride last yeah. night. Was, was it uh, haunted hay? Was it a haunted? Yeah, ride? the hay had an attitude. <laughs> crazy <laughs> no it was pretty cool um, it was it was uh clydesdale outpost was the place it was at and they had some clydesdales surprise That's surprise cool. that was pretty cool that was pretty cool they had a really nice barn like the setup was cool and i'm sure they're gonna do some like christmas events out there and stuff mm-hmm. that'd be cool they had like yeah live music and they had a little uh like bar co- uh truck like a, a food trailer basically but it was a bar it was pretty rad. cool so everything was all themed you know they had like mm-hmm. the poison apple was like a spiked cider you know? <laughs> uh, no, it was pretty cool, and like the hayride itself, like Janice was shitting her pants all the way up there. I'm like, why are you freaking out right now? And just fucking super nervous. I'm like, we watch like four horror movies a week at least. Mm-hmm. You know, like what are we, what are we worried about right now? I was like, this is gonna be at best goofy as fuck because we're gonna be watching all these people in bad makeup running out of cornfields and shit. It was super dark and. uh I think we we went at like eight o'clock. So like most of the kids were done going through, and by the time our our turn was up, like the whole back of the trailer was just like drunk adults and uh, a couple old ladies. So that was pretty fun because everyone was just having a good time. I think it was frustrating to the like the actors and the guy that was running the ride because we weren't screaming. Everyone was laughing the whole time and having a good time, and he yeah. was trying to like. Oh, watch out for that thing over there! I'm like, <laughs> fuck off, Bob. <laughs> right? Let me do my thing. All right. Yeah, that's why you got to go do the horror room in uh, Spokane. Yeah, the escape room. That would be rad. I like I escape rooms. I've only done one, and I dug it. I got super competitive and super into it. I was telling Jeez. Janice, there's that one down the street from the house, and uh, it's all like fucking shitty looking. It looks like a crack house. And oh, I've been to that one. That's I was like, I we should to. buy a shitty house or buy that one and call mm-hmm. it the Trap House. Yes. 
Not a bad name for an escape Dude, room, bro. How do you get out of the crime den? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. You'd have a whole, like, so they switch them up and shit, right? You could do one that was, like, themed like Jesse Pinkman's house. Ooh. Right? Dude, yep. Hell Can't yeah. get out because uh, there's just people sleeping across the doorways. <laughs> do they do... Uh, Stop sharing all your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> do they do the um, the zombie paintball thing on Halloween around here? Because I haven't seen it since moved here. I think yeah. Montana Action Paintball does it. We'll have to yeah. look it up. I was talking about that with yeah. Dylan last, last night, too. It used to be a thing where, like, uh, every year they do it in Reading, the town I lived in. And all my buddies that like, were part of my group that, like, didn't have real adult jobs and shit and were, like bouncing around like couch surfing and stuff yeah. every year they get hired on there and i thought it was cool it took the second year and my, my buddies would like leave work and come over and have a beer and they'd sit down and just all sad and i'm like what's going on it's like this is the worst job in the world and it's like why it's like i literally just walk around white dickheads who are drunk shoot paintballs dude, at that's me that's what i was thinking about last night that's got to be a terrible job dude <laughs> you, you start talking to these people and they're like yeah man it is nuts and i'm like why, why is it bad they shoot you in the face he goes no all dick shots. All dick. That's no exactly matter what, what I, I do. He's like, no matter what I do, like it's just getting shot in the dick, and you can't get mad. And he's like, I've bum rushed people, and almost gotten fired. It's like, I need this job. I mean, you gotta, you gotta wear a cup, right? I mean, you'd think you. Would, I would wear a cup, yeah. But those guys don't own cups. Like that was just like there's a reason why they were the zombie paintball targets once a year. That's fair. <laughs> they churched up like I'm doing seasonal work. It's like no video. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will actually hire me this season. That's oh, what that God. translates to. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> did Chase did Chase tell you about the horror room over in Spokane? Mm-mm. So Rachel and I did it, and uh, we did the Alice in Wonderland, and that's the family friendly version. Mm-hmm. And you just have the Red Queen over the wall yelling at you some jump scares but they put a bag over your head and walk you down a hall and there's people touching you, you it's it's not full blackout but it's still you know i instantly got panicky for a second i know <laughs> i, know, I saw it in your eyes so then you just make through the escape room then they have a couple other rooms that are not family friendly mm-hmm. and they just will, dildos everywhere just, yeah you just walk through a hallway like dark running your hands down the walls there's just dildos everywhere just throwing butt plugs at you as you're walking <laughs> this is not family friendly i'm so scared right now the I'm, so scared. I'm startled to, they're allowed to abduct you like pull you out of the game and, and abduct you. If you're going to abduct me, you better probe me. You know what I'm saying? I know, dude. I'm going to go through this. I'm going through this. Right? Dude. Uh. It's a, it was fun. A lot of fun. Re- highly recommend. That was the other thing. So when we showed up for that hayride last night, uh, Emily neglected to tell Janice, I'm assuming on purpose, that they had to sign a waiver before we got on. Because mm-hmm. they were allowed to touch you. It wasn't like some dude in a Michael Myers mask came and tapped me on the shoulder. Like, it wasn't anything crazy, but as soon as you heard there was a fucking waiver for contact, she was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh. I'm sure it'll change the closer you get to Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. I think this was supposed to be, like, I don't I don't think there is, like, an adult version of this. I think it was, we should have just brought River. I think he would have had a, bla- a blast, Yeah, you know? It was fun, though. And they do, they, I think they start at, like, 4 o'clock, so maybe we can fucking take the boys down there next weekend or something. That'd be cool, man. Let for them sure. do the thing. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah, I'm free all next week, and I just have that uh, that fights the UFC 280 on Saturday. Hell yeah, Abu Dhabi. I think that's just one of those awesome fight cards where it's like, and it happens every once in a while. For one, it's stacked. There's three title fights in one night, which is pretty rare. Mm. And then like, and they're including two other big fights, but all of those fights, depending on who wins, is literally going to change the direction of those uh, weight classes. Like Sean O'Malley. Everyone loves Sugar Sean. Shout out to Sugar Sean. He's representing Montana as well. Grew up fighting here. But he uh, he was they, they were bringing him up slow, and he was just demolishing people. And it got to the point where I think he got ranked 11. And they're like, all right, like 
the next fight breaks the top 10 and now we get to see what you're made of because maybe you're gonna plateau at that like ranked level eight mm-hmm. era and like you've wiped through these guys you get to these guys that are prior champions and stuff that are trying to get the Here belt back you yeah. know um and he's been calling out Piotr Jan, who's a beast, who actually had the belt, and he's ranked number one. And something happens, Uncle Dana thing, out of nowhere, Sean is ranked 11, and now he's fighting ranked number one. If he wins, he gets a title shot and jumps the entire top 10. Damn. But think about what a challenge that is to go from yeah. 11 to fighting the number one ranked yeah, guy. Yeah, it's not the same class of fighters. Oh, no, in huh. Abu Dhabi. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that one. Um, there's a couple. Oh, uh. Islam Makachev is fighting Charles Oliveira, which Charles Oliveira has just been this guy you can't knock out. Uh, he was kind of like a ro- rocky start when he first got in the UFC, and then um, he had a few losses, had a kid. Out of nowhere, shows back up and doesn't lose. Damn. Like, guys are, like, punching him, kicking him in the head, and he's just staring him down and coming through. He's and, got a fucking different reason now. Like, exactly, exactly. So he's fighting uh, Islam Makachev. is one of uh, Habib's brothers, one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and Habib has been saying... The for, old fuzzy hat gang. Exactly, those Dagestanis. <laughs> but Habib has been saying forever, like, when my reign is done, you'll see Islam will, will come up. He's like, I won't fight one of my brothers. And then as soon as he retired, he's like, Islam is better than me. And then Javier Mendez, which is the coach of all those guys, is like, he has always been better than Habib. And so literally, like, we're, we're going to see that happen. There's a couple different ones, but... So that's going to be an epic night, but that's all I got going off that weekend, so... Well, hopefully you can talk that night and they don't have to wire your Josh up this week or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah. So, yeah, uh... <clears throat> To all the people that are joining the military, you just have to remember, those who can't be doctors or dentists in the real world can be doctors and dentists in the military. And we, we, we back then called them butchers. And uh, as I was getting ready to get out, free healthcare, I was like, dude, I know I've got some cavities. Like, I spent a lot of time in the field and shit like that. So it's mm. like, dental hygiene wasn't the best. And so I was like, I'm going to get them all done. And since then, I've had two teeth that have broken off the side, of the tooth broke off the side of the filling I've had a bunch of shit like that happen, and I looked in the mirror, and I could see where one filling is smashed into another one, and they're meeting in between teeth. So one of my fillings shifted, and my entire mouth is just, I mean, I know it's in the jaw. It's got to be in the root, because the problem's in the back and the molars, and I'm at certain moments feeling pain in the front of my teeth, which are fine. Damn, dude. And I got to make pain sucks, man. Dude, that is the sucks. worst. I mean, like, uh, I hadn't eaten anything, and I went and got, like, some... Novocaine Orogel style stuff. I haven't used that in forever. And I remember just being able to just slide that stuff inside your mouth. It would like go away fast. Yeah. I was getting lightheaded. My whole body was vibrating. At one point, like I took a hit off a of vape, you know, and I got lightheaded and I sat there and it didn't go away. And I was like in the truck with Tyler, we're just running some errands. And I'm like, I'm going to have to sit here for a second. So I had to stop using it at that time. And then it was like, I'll have some beers that, to make that it. That was better. just from the Orogel? I think. I don't know, man. Damn, I, wonder, I hadn't eaten well, much I wonder that, if that day. Was a pain reaction, though. It, it could have been that too, but whatever's yeah, going on, I haven't crazy. had this bad. Fuck, man. So, Ugh. but I actually have dental coverage now. I mean, it's through work, Big so it's boy. like, well, no, I think I'm gonna get screwed because I was reading the fine print on it. And it's like we'll cover like a free teeth cleaning, or it'll cover one minor or two minor things or one major and it's like if they mess up my paperwork and they're like all right listen you're in here we're gonna clean your teeth and we'll get a we'll get a plan going for like two days from now to like do a root canal right. like what if they mess it up and it pays for the cleaning and not for the canal and not the canal yeah that's what i'm worried about but that's what yeah will happen. i think They'll so too. take the easier out get you hooked and mm-hmm. be like yeah but you well, gotta come pay this i don't know talk to the the fucking the chick at the counter that submits that shit to the insurance she doesn't make any more money one way or the other i'm sure if you talk to her she can just smile at her as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
dude. So just fuck boy your way out of a bill. You know? I'll do what I can. Uh, so I had an eventful night, uh, yeah. dude. Uh, someone had gifted me a blue chew. Okay. And I had I had never done any dick steroids, right? Dick steroids. Never dick steroids. I had never done anything like that. And I had a friend come over last night, and I was like, I had a couple beers, and I had time to just write. Like when she got there, I had drank the last beer, so it's like, and it was still early, so it's like I was slowly like sober up throughout the night. I'm not gonna have a shitty morning or anything like that, and fucking ate that fucker. Didn't notice anything, or whatever. And we're all hanging out, and eventually I'm like, hey, let's go to the room. So we like go down the hall. And instantly, I just like, I like literally caveman brain just took over. We start going at it. Is it awesome? Very convenient. Very, Very convenient, convenient because uh, you're stellar. You're stellar. But after three hours, three hours. Three hour and, boner, bro? N- dude, not be able to finish. Falling asleep, waking up. Oh, you're back. just fucking going at it. Bro, it was so bad. Okay, so she has plugs too. She has like some piercings, so do I. You just decided to stick it in the air. Both, <laughs> both of us, <laughs> by, the time, by the time it was over, both of us had, no, like, my nose ring was gone, my plugs, there was a broken pint glass on the on the floor. a boy. Dude, I, I mean, it was, it was fucking intense. And like, she's like super stoked and the whole time, I'm just, you know when Gollum is fighting Frodo for the ring? Yeah. And he's making that like... <laughs> Like, <laughs> so she, we're not making eye contact, of course, in this position. But about two hours into it, I'm like, dude, it was. I, I definitely think uh, that is like an every once in a while thing, but it's definitely not something to do all the fucking time. Did you never end up taking those uh, gas station dick pills from Jeremy? No, those weren't. The, shout out to Jeremy. <laughs> no, uh, those weren't gas station ones. Those were oh, okay. um, not Blue Chew. Uh, I was a Ronin or Roman? something. Roman. Okay. Um, he said they didn't work for him, and I'm like, all right. He's like, here, take him. And I tried that once, nothing, nothing. Huh. But the Blue Chew thing. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Blue Chew, sponsor the podcast. Look it up. But yeah, that There's was three dicks in this room and a fourth in the other room. We could, uh, you know, we could make use of that shit. Oh my god. Yeah. So it was an eventful <laughs> night. I definitely looked like a stud, but it was one of the most frustrating nights of my entire life. Hell yeah. Uh, Lily, like <laughs> I got to the point where she fell asleep. And then I laid down. I fell asleep for like two minutes and woke back up. It was just like, oh, shit. I'm like, I had so to wake we, her back up, keep going again. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to get you up. Sorry, ma'am. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I'm going to need that pussy. It's so funny, too, because she rolled over. She's like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> like, All right, let's go. Round three. Ugh. But yeah, that was definitely an event. So damsels and dick pills. <laughs> My poor wife. Every time we uh, we go down this lane of conversation, mm-hmm. like you've got your your random single guy floozies going on. I yep. just have to talk about my wife all the time. So like, sorry about it, baby. Uh, I've been microdosing all weekend, and yeah. Friday night. Friday night. Yeah, she was super drunk, but I was on psychedelics. <laughs> so like, you know, neither one of us could consent. We just we mutually <laughs> each other. It was fine. Oh. Can we not? We could probably. Like, I got. 15 minutes. All right, we got that. Okay. I don't think I can say the, the R I was about word. to say the R word, man. You got to hold that hard R until about 15 minutes in. <laughs> I'm going to have to give that one a bleeper. Gar, Steve. Fucking on mushrooms is pretty cool. As long as you don't it's have It's one too of my much. favorite things in the world. Yeah. I did I think, I think. did do that one time, but I was on like a lot of mushrooms, and it was kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. But it was like also like at the end of the night, after like several hours after the situation, you know? But that was fucking awesome. There's so many sensations Everything just feels awesome. Dude, so that's also what happened last yeah. night. 
Uh, Fuck on mushrooms, all right? Yeah, she came with party favors. So yeah. I thought I was being cool with whipping out my blue chew. And then, yeah, she pulls out. Dude, I, this valley is getting flooded with it. And everyone has the same colored bags and big bags. I'm used to like someone like getting like small ones. And it, no, dude. So literally, she like, shows up and just like, take this, take this, take this. And as soon as they started to hit, that's when I was like, let's, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got awesome. hooked up by a, a mutual friend of the show. Nice. As it were. You know who you are. Thank you. I'm pretty sure yeah. she hooked me up pretty good. I don't have a scale at home, but <laughs> I appreciated it. <laughs> Owning a scale still feels sketchy. Yeah. Yeah. I gave mine away a while back, and I have no plans of buying another one because it does, <laughs> it does feel sketchy. <laughs> the girl that came over, though, has been uh, super proper microdosing. Because at one time, I was trying to get into that to see if that would help with like stress levels and stuff, and uh, I kind of backed off of it. But um, I told her she should do it. Mm. And then we just hadn't talked about it in a long time. And then last night she was bringing it up. She got a full capsule kit. So it's a scale. It's got little, like things to pack the actual capsules with. And she was doing 0.3 of shrooms, 0.1 vitamin C per. And then she takes one in the morning and one in the afternoon. Damn. Yeah. You say 0.1? Uh, 0.1 vitamin C, 0.3 mushies. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's per capsule. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I've been trying to like delve back into this on like the scientific side of things. Um, I can I can a hundred percent tell you because I was having like for the last couple of weeks like my anxiety levels have been just through the fucking roof. I had a fucking, I could I could tell. I don't know what's going on. But, like your brain just gets fucky once in a while. You know what I mean? And your and cortisol you gotta, levels are spiking for some reason. Yeah, I don't know, but it hasn't been good. It hasn't mm-hmm. been good. I feel really good today. Nice, dude. I feel much better. Like this, yeah. Today and yesterday, I can I can definitely feel a difference in my brain's function. Mm-hmm. Um, talking feels easier. Doesn't feel like a chore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's there's definitely something to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm getting ready to look up a book. Uh, give her a goog there, Juji. Um, <laughs> I think it's the Cross and the Sacred Mushroom. Yeah, I talked about that a couple podcasts ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Cross and the Sacred Mushroom was written by the guy who deciphered the Dead Sea Scrolls. Okay. And after 15 yeah, years yeah, yeah, of doing yeah. that, he wrote that book on his findings, and it's really based on he come his conclusion is is that the original text of the Bible was written cryptically, and uh, he believes it's almost all actually um, instructions for fertility. Uh, um, uh, ceremonies. Oh, that's right. And yeah, then yeah. you Rituals. had to use psilocybin or uh, other um, um, psychedelics to actually get into the mindset. Mm. So uh, even like super easy examples, um, Moses in the burning bush, um, Enoch flying around, like all that stuff has to do with uh, taking hallucinogens. Yeah. And they would, the reason they made it cryptic is because those tribes would get conquered all the time. So when they found their text, they didn't know what they were looking at and they uh-huh. could find a way to hide they're you know these semi-pagan semi what was left over the paganism yeah. and the new christian stuff hidden in there and uh it's, it's actually really hard to find an original copy because uh the vatican bought up as much as they possibly could really as soon as it came out i noticed yeah. i couldn't find it on audible yep yep i tried to huh but there are some original copies out there interesting <laughs> fucking vatican those dude. guys yeah dude have you heard about the vatican <laughs> bodies yes yeah, it's a sovereign state, so they yep. literally you can't extradite out of there. That's why, they, you know, okay, I've, I've heard, okay, I've the heard, handsy priests. I've heard occasionally priests have issues where they get in trouble and uh, like not always get in trouble. They, they in fact, they probably <laughs> usually don't get in trouble because they ship them off to the Vatican. Well, Rogan always brings up that one priest that got caught on the East Coast near Boston, and they sent him to the Vatican. 
Yeah, caught Diddlin. You know, look out, Batman! It's the Diddler. <laughs> uh, they they caught him, sent him to the Eek. Vatican. They let him stay there for a couple months and sent him back. And they ended up posting him at a school for the blind. And they caught him again. And it was like over four hundred blind kids he ran through before they got him again. Didn't see it coming. <laughs> Zinger! That was good. That was good. I like that. I mean, I don't, but that was funny. <laughs> God, I. I remember one time I was I can't I don't know what I posted I posted something kind of vaguely anti-Catholicism on mm-hmm. Facebook and my mom called me she's like you have Catholic family on your Facebook I was like that's not my problem I know dude <laughs> it drives me nuts but I if I do post and what I post you don't have to comment if you don't like it you don't have to follow me and that's okay there's no bad feelings but it's yeah. weird how someone will still watch your stuff and get mad routinely and it's almost like a chemical response. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I mean, that's kind of the dudes that are way too into sports do this shit all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. don't you fucking talk about my Steelers. Oh, God. (laughs) That shit's fucking goofy, by the Mm -hmm. way. Fucking goofy. Speaking of which, I know this is a little bit of a a veer, but I I was in some NFL comment section the other day. And, you know, someone kind of brought up the same point. Like, it's super goofy when grown-ass dudes get this worked up over their fucking team. Like, to the point where they're like, fuck all of you. You're all fucking garbage. Fucking blah, 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 blah. And then someone's like, well, you're not a real football fan <laughs> if you don't do that. Well, they, I like, uh, have you I like the sport. Me? I don't like I'm pretending I'm in a gang. Mm-hmm. Fucking, we did this. We, you didn't do shit. You, you sat on your fucking yelled at your TV. stupid asshole. Have you seen me during playoff <laughs> hockey? Yes, oh, I've heard you. God, it's I've heard you too. But it's, that's different. That's a little bit different. Because I know that you actually enjoy the sport. Like, there's some yeah. people that are just like, they feel like they're in this gang. I feel like they're like the rest of the team are as invested in him as he is in them. And I just like that mindset's funny to me. But. I think it's more common with certain clubs and yeah. certain teams. Like yeah. it just so happens to be that uh, me and him are Boston fans. Mm-hmm. And it's like yeah. hockey fans, it's like, first of all, like the original six fans yeah. tend to be a little crazier. Oh, where, yeah. And then Another Boston, group. not as much now, but has been known as that team. You know, they yeah. were somewhat kind of like the Raiders of the NHL. I mean, I think skill. Boston sports in general, like that's pretty much a clear thing across the board. Yeah, that, yeah. You know. uh, absolutely. I mean, like the, the old retaliation days. I mean, mm-hmm. even like look at like going back farther to Philly and the Broad Street Bullies. Like those were like legit gang teams. Mm-hmm. I finally got my brother. We were walking out of the wave, uh, washed our hands and the Bruins game opener capitals was on mm-hmm. and so we stopped and Murder. watched it for a little bit and he got into it he's like i could fuck around with this I'm like, oh yeah dude yeah like he loves basketball you know that's his passion but i think he could get i feel like hockey is a good transition from a basketball fan standpoint mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's fast paced it's up and down the court yep yeah yeah it's kind of the same there's, there's some similar vibes it's not the same sport by any means but like the way that you watch it's kind of similar Right. Well, that's the that's the difference between it versus uh, football and baseball, is the up and down, the constant mm-hmm. turnover, the constant nonstop instead of a linear drive and then a turnover and a linear drive back yeah. back the other way. Now, the one thing I tell everyone, they're like, "Oh man, I've tried to get into hockey. It's hard." It's like, listen, you have to give it time because you actually like have to flex this muscle in your brain and train it to mm-hmm. track the puck with your eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once you get that down, it all falls together, and that's really just watch a couple games, like actually pay attention, and once you're able to track the puck constantly, then it's really easy to watch hockey, and it's awesome. Expect not as much now, but like 2011, 2012 is when I started watching the Bruins, and. Uh, it was a lot more fun to watch. I mean, we had a bunch of killers on it. Luch, Luch was on the team mm-hmm. at that time. They had just won the cup in 2011. And uh, 
the retaliation thing was awesome. So I can't remember who it was, but there, uh, I think it was Krug. It was in between plays, dead puck. Krug is, uh, Krug is skating slow, stops, takes a knee to tie his skate. And um, Nassim Kadri, one of the guys I hate the absolute most in hockey. Plays for the Flames now. Well, Flamer. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> so it, it's dead puck, and, and Tori's just sitting there tight in his skate. And dude skates by, super casual, with speed though. And all he does is just stick his kneecap out and hits Tori right in the temple. Yes. Long story short, retaliation happens. Instantly, dude skates over. One of the enforcers knocks him down. And one, so the guy's head is on the ice. One punch through the helmet knocks him out cold. <laughs> through the helmet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck, yep. dude. Yep. Jesus. Fucking Back then, that, that, that's the main thing. Out. Yeah, fuck around and find out. Welcome to the fucking garden, dude. And, uh, yeah, that, that was the thing. And, like, you hear guys talk about it now, and they're like, well, like, new fans are like, I mean, we don't really need fighting. And it's like, talk to the guys that go play in the European League where you can't mm. fight. More guys get hurt because there's no incentive not to play cheap. Like, in the NHL, especially, not as much now, but if you did something cheap, especially to a young guy, a goalie, an up-and-coming star, or the main point scorer, somebody is going to, like, give up their shift to get out there knock you the fuck out send a message and go right back in the box mm-hmm. watch ice guardians just watch ice garden it's it's epic my favorite thing to watch is goalies fights yeah oh it's fucking awesome dude dude it's it it's crazy because it's like this weird thing where it's like a bunch of guys are usually fighting and you just see two big guys stand up helmets off and they're just staring at each other and one of them's like Kind of, and they just start skating to each other, and like you're just like, dude, dude, everybody watch, yeah. don't look away, and dude. <laughs> I love seeing goals dive him. Yep. I yeah. feel like baseball is like checkers, football is like chess, and basketball and hockey are like a freestyle breakdance battle. Yeah, with violence with knives on their feet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wooden clubs. Speaking yeah. of knives. Stunt and soccer, soccer's and... like uh, um, like those fucking weird kids in the park that play Quidditch. Yeah, I'm not a big like fan. Like, it's not of a real sport. Ugh. You know what I mean? Uh, your skates, Stumptown Ice Den. Just drop them off there. Are they any good? Yeah. Verified yeah, from a grade. Where the fuck did you spill beer all over me? Oh, fucking grow up. Fucking. <laughs> Pull yourself fucking together. That's fucking gay. Le- uh, A-League. Legit? Leahy. A-League. Leahy. Yeah. I'm all uh, in the air, Rand. <laughs> goalie. He just drops his skates off. Okay, cool. Him sharp and he, uh, that makes it easier. So. So I need to get mine done. I got to see if Jack still fit him. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I'd get him a new set. It's so nice, the fact that like if I do have to get him new skates, CCM, nice CCM skates for kids are $53. Yeah, yeah. I didn't that's realize. Insane. That's insane. super reasonable. I was looking at them at uh, Shields and Billings mm-hmm. the other day. I'm like, fuck, that is not bad at all. And those are nice skates. I'm sure Sportsman has the line. They do. Yeah. That's where I got, uh, that's where I got Jack's. I originally, his first set was the, uh, the plastic Bowers that I got, and it was like the kids' first ones. Mm-hmm. I never should have gotten those. I should have just gone right for the CCMs that he had for the second ones. Those are, I mean, night and day better, and it's like twenty dollar difference. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta get mine, uh, mine done, and then we need to go do some stick and puck. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stoked. Uh, you gotta just come and let me uh, skate circles for a while. Oh yeah, um, I'm super down for that. Um, and Janice would be very happy. Yeah, <laughs> she, she yeah, loves to she, she does. She loves to skate and she hasn't got to for a while, but uh she wants she's going to buy new skates this year. Mm-hmm. I got to get myself Oh, I did talk to her about that. Yeah. yeah. So, hell yeah, get the boys out there. At least if the fi- uh, five of us could go, you know, and just cruise around for a while. It's so cheap. If you don't have skates, it's $10 total. If you have your own skates, it's $7. Yeah. That's just, so cheap. I just need to put the miles on my feet. 100%. I mean, that was like 
I, I enjoy skating. I mean, I, I, I did a lot of rollerblading when I was younger and I haven't done a lot of ice skating, but mm-hmm. like I enjoy it. It feels kind of the same. It's a little bit different, but it feels kind of the same. I've said it. Uh, if you've rollerbladed, that's 60%. Yeah. You've got the base. The rest of it is just figuring out the differences yeah. and, and your edges and stuff. Well, actually, other than that, what, 15 minutes, 20 minutes that I was skating with you guys last winter. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, that is the second time ever I've had ice skates on. I had never yeah. done it until I bought those skates. Yeah. You did pretty well. Mm-hmm. It, it was just like, I just couldn't get a real good, like, it's benchmark. Big you know, affair, yeah, yeah, I got it. So. I got to have some open, open yeah. ice in front of me so I can For feel sure. it a little bit. But my feet were fucking screaming. That's the other thing I was going to say. That was, yeah. uh, that's what was nice about last year with having those benches out there. Yeah. Because I would get out there and I'd throw headphones in and I would just like skate and play by myself. Mm-hmm. And every 20 minutes, I'd have to sit down, loosen them up for a little bit because yeah. they were just screaming. And then after a while, you condition your feet and then you're good to go. But yeah, yeah it tears you up. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's just a matter of not having done it so mm-hmm. it's, i'm not used to like balancing on that section of my foot or like whatever the pressure is it's pulling apart that muscle on the bottom and okay. or putting on yeah, we got to do it i retightened mine yeah and i was good for like three or four hours straight I was yeah up on them so it was wax laces i was telling you last yeah. year you need I to get it don't move on you it's, it, it's night and day better without the wax ones like you're trying your best like dropping your pinkies in the eyelids while you're pulling them tight mm. to get them not loosening and wax ones you just pull them and they stay yeah mm-hmm. yeah that made a big difference they're like eight dollars yeah. yeah and i think what size shoe do you wear 10 and a half yeah what the fuck how did i squeeze my feet in there that's the same size as me 10 actually i wear 10 and a half keen so okay I you know i wear 13 Peachy. 12 hey dudes and yeah okay gotcha okay berries on the boot really yeah see i usually i usually wear a 13 i think that was part of the issue too is i was a little bit stuffed in there Mm -hmm. but when they form them to your foot that helps a lot too Mm -hmm. right they they just weren't made for me yeah and also uh it something that was super weird about getting into ice skates that i found out is like there's a brand for your feet you might not be able to wear Bowers. Mm, like I wear CCMs. And like when you get your feet scanned, they literally go like, how, how often do you play? And you're like, well, a couple times a week, you know, I, I skate in the backyard and I just, I just shoot the puck and skate and practice and stuff like that. He's like, okay, so that, that's decently often. Um, price point like 200. And I'm like, that's probably where I'm at. And he's like, okay, your feet are these skates. And like you really? literally have like two options in the entire store because they scan your feet and uh, every. So brand, is that like a standing on a pad kind of thing? Like those, like those uh, Doctor Sh- Doctor Scholl's more more high tech. Okay. So you you stand in this circular thing and you stand on this pad and it does a three D scan of your legs up to like middle of your shins. No shit. And then like there's a screen right there, right? And I thought it was mounted. Dude grabbed it. It was an iPad. Huh. sits down with me and there's a 3D rendering of my feet and he was able to actually use his fingers and spin my feet around. He's like, see, this is the shape of your foot so we know that you're a CCM guy because that's the profile that that company makes. Bauer makes a different foot profile. Interesting. So like you could see Bauer skates be like, I really want to wear those. Those are cool looking and you put them on. It's, it's like you, you might be fucked. Yeah. Right. Huh. So that's doing wild. that made a huge difference and that's why I went on Black Friday because I got a crazy fucking deal. I don't do Black Friday shit, but the hockey shop, like, no one's in there fucking tearing shit off the walls right. and fight, you know? Yeah. And so they were Give really cool about it. Give me that fucking TV. <laughs> it was buy one, get one free, or buy one, get one for, like, 20%. So mm-hmm. I was able to get a pair of skates and some nice gloves for, like, the 200 I was going to spend. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's it, sick. It's the shit, yeah. And they, they fit perfect. And then, like, the different price points, the more you play, really what happens is as you go up, they add more features. Okay. It, and every uh, every piece of equipment for every company, they've all came together and have the same style of price points per thing. So if you go all the way to like the thousand dollar NHL skates, all that really means is the entire boot is moldable. 
And then okay. you go down one price point, and one piece is, is not moldable. And you go down and down. And if you get the cheapest skates, you're not moldable. Uh-huh. So my boot was moldable, but like the bottom's not. But it was that's perfect for me. Uh-huh. And those, I'll have those forever. I'll replace blades on those skates. Was that just a matter of like taking a heat gun to it and then uh, they have an around yourself? Okay. Oh, really? So you just bake yeah. them and then... So some guys actually do it in their oven here. Yeah. But I watched... Uh, Shout out to Coach Jeremy, Ooh. who's never going to hear this. Uh, if you go on YouTube, you want to learn anything about hockey or gear, anything like that, Coach Jeremy has all these videos. But he went to a professional Thanks, coach. shop. Coach, put me in. Now, he, uh, he, has, uh, he went to this um, like legendary hockey shop in Canada. And the guy who's been working there for like 20 years putting skates on people like, came forward and he's like, show me what it's like to buy skates. And they went through everything. And he goes, you can bake these at home. But you're gonna, there's a chance you're gonna like waste all your money. And he goes, the way we tighten them when you when they're warm on your feet, if you don't pull at the exact angle, you can actually rip the eyelets off the skates when they're soft. Oh wow! So he was like showing how he's like pushing down on the tongue and pulling directly out. Okay. Versus if you're putting them on yourself, you're pulling up and out at a 45, and you can rip the eyelets off your hot skates because they're too malleable. And that's mm-hmm. interesting. But huh. I didn't offer any of that knowledge at Sportsman. Yeah, that's good mine. to know. Did yeah. you did you bake yours at home? No, no. They did it in store, but I tied them all myself and uh-huh. did them incorrectly. According to that, well, you got uh-huh. lucky though. You didn't rip yeah. an eyelet, so yeah. it did work out. But Sportsman was a little sketchy. Yeah, because um, I got Jacks there, and I had already gotten mine, so I kind of had like a process of going through that. Because the, the, the shop I went to, in Missoula, is for the Grizzlies, mm. so that's that's who helps out with the, the college team. So I came back and got Jacks at Sportsman's, and they uh, were way too nonchalant for me. And I'm like, okay, like I also need to get these uh, sharpened. I'll pick them up in a couple of days. I'm like, okay, cool. And I'm like, do you want to know what profile? And they're like, oh no, we got it. And it's like, is that because that's that's not like their specialty there? No, no, it's they ha- they're they super have- knowledgeable about like guns and bows mm-hmm. and fishing stuff. And, like the golf, golf center. Yeah, they're golf. I'm not a golf guy. But it's insane back there. Yeah. Do you want to golf? Do you golf? I golf. So Rem is our guy for that. Yeah. Rem has been a golf and Justin. Oh, Both of them have been playing golf for punk rock years and years. Funkin' mm-hmm. golf, dude. Hell yeah. I haven't played in ten years, but I used to be pretty avid. I've played a course once, like probably ten years ago. I've driven, and that's fun too. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually fuck, I'd be fine with that. I want to get just <laughs> super baked and drive a fucking golf cart around yeah. all day. I'll I, go if we're if no one is acting like we're on a pro team. You yeah. want to go? And, no, I, I want to piss off north. everybody behind us. Like, what I'm the down. fuck are these guys doing? We'll what are they it. fucking doing? I want to be that guy. We'll film that guy. Just yeah. go to Whitefish North. Dude, I'll put a <laughs> GoPro on the front up. of the cart. And we'll just like chase people around fuck and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, let's get kicked out of some <laughs> golf courses. Let's do it, <laughs> bud. Yeah, we are notorious. We just got to stretch how notorious we are, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I think I can... I think we have passes for Eagle Bend, too, because we did a bunch of their lockers and cabinets and shit. So That's a... Pretty difficult course. I don't yeah. know. It wouldn't matter to me because I would have no basis. Oh, and I'm gonna <laughs> cheat. I'm gonna cheat my ass off. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. I'm I'll, throwing that bitch. If we take Rem, if we take Rem, for one, he likes to drink a lot of beer, and two, he can at least be like, "We're kind of supposed to do this," or like, "This is kind of something we're gonna do." We can be like, "All right, at least have him give us some tips yeah. and, and you know put the, the bumpers up." But we're gonna fuck around and bounce around in those bumpers, uh-huh, uh-huh. dude. Yeah, yes. I'm down. I'd be fun. That and Rem's fun. probably knows somebody we can borrow clubs from, or we can, we can share. I got two I've got, sets. I got a cheap set, cheap old set. (laughs) My dad's uh, um, redoing this house in Kalispell right now, and it was like an old tweaker house. Mm -hmm. Have I talked about this at all? I don't think so. So it's it's down kind of by Dentland and Emily's old or new house. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've been there or not. I haven't. um, Yeah, it's you know over there. Um, So it was like it was a fucking tweaker pad for a long time. I guess this chick was squatting for like a decade. 
his thighs burning. It's just crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've, I've been up there a few weekends just doing like construction cleanup because he, I mean, he completely gutted the whole place. There was a fucking sex dungeon downstairs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like all kinds of fucking dildos, all there? kinds of toys. No, I got yeah. it. It's all gone. Oh, God. Well, I don't think you would have wanted to fucking walk in there. The problem is, Maybe it's not a problem, but it could have been a problem. There was a bunch of VHS tapes down there. Like, they had it set up so they could film in the sex dungeon. Uh, that just sounds like a horror movie instantly. Sounds scary, right? Yeah. They threw them all away. And my dad was like, you probably should have popped one of those in just to see if that was like a fucking snuff film or something. Oh, Fucking God. turned it over to the cops, but got away with that one. So, uh, <laughs> but I was cleaning out the, uh, the garage last weekend. He left the door in the garage open for like a week to, just to let the tweakers come and take whatever they wanted because he knew it was going to... And it that's honestly smart. It yeah. helped. It helped. There was, but like, it was disgusting. But then he like bought a brand new garage door and a new garage door opener with a fucking lock on it and shit, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, within a day of that going up, there was uh, four or five hatchet marks on the fucking brand new garage door. Oh my god, that yeah. sucks. So he's putting all this work into this place, and hopefully it doesn't just get fucking thrashed. And it probably will. I think people are. It was probably people that used to party there. These mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I used to crash in this fucking garage. This was because it definitely like had that vibe. There was some old couches and shit. That were, it was it oh, was yeah. so fucking nasty, dude. Was a trap house? Uh, yeah, it was. It was What's trapping? Literally, I was I was because uh, he tore the whole roof off, completely tore the roof off, and and uh, stick framed a new uh, a roof over a section of the house, and um, so I was over there cleaning off the or like picking up the shingles and taking them to the dumpster and shit, and the, uh, a cop showed up. And I was like, hey, man, I'm so glad you're doing this. This place, this place has been a pain in my side for like oh. two decades now or like a mm-hmm. decade, whatever it was. He's like, I'm, we're just we're all really happy that you're doing this. You're doing a great job. Thanks. <laughs> like, yeah, shit, that must be like that's telling of how bad that fucking mm-hmm. place was. That was the spot. Yeah. And, like well, the neighbors were all pissed off. The neighbors are all happy this is happening. It was, it was pretty wild. Where's it going with this? Oh, I got <laughs> I got to sell golf clubs. Nice, yeah, dude. So, well, I mean, think about this with those like, you know. <laughs> Those little secret trigger pads yeah. is like because of the winter here. Mm-hmm. All right. So like these people, like it gets so oh, fucking buddy. cold at certain times of year. You can't even walk around outside for too yeah. long. Like, you know, so I imagine like they, it's not hibernating because they're not sleeping, but they all just have these dens where they spend the winter just getting twacked for out. Sure. They for all get sure. together, pour like 50 bucks and then just crash a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, fuck man. Homeless problems getting bad around here. It is night and day different. It's definitely people not from here, too, that, I mean, like, I knew New York's dealing with this on a huge scale right now because fucking L.A. is just like, hey, get on this bus and go north, which is a terrible idea if you're homeless. Fucking stay in California. It's warm there all the time. It's going back and forth now because I just listened. It might have been Sam Morell. I've been listening to a bunch of his podcasts. That guy's awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, He's one of my absolute favorite comics right now. Him and Mark Norman. Mm -hmm. I have totally, like, grasped onto those guys. But uh, they were talking about um, L.A. is having the opposite problem, too. So they're literally shipping homeless people out and convicts are getting out in different places and the local sheriffs are in and you know the, the legal system there is giving them tickets to la they should i was saying today that we should start doing that the county yeah. should start making here let's let's uh it's it's almost winter let's ship you back to la because that's where you came from and you're mm-hmm. not gonna want to be here in two weeks dude we didn't talk about this either martha's vineyard what about it? You didn't hear about that? No. So uh, a huge group of uh, illegal immigrants came over the border and got caught. And so all these people, you know, Martha's Vineyard is one of the richest places in the U.S., yeah. uh, had been like being very vocal about their opinions and like, we should fucking help these people and, and give them places to stay. So uh, in Florida, DeSantis sent them to Martha's Vineyard, sent 50 of them, 
instantly like we don't have enough room for all these immigrants and all they Suck freak it. out 50 people and 50 people instantly turned into shit people and were like we can't have these mexicans here <laughs> and like freaked out it's way too brown around here now. oh my god dude which like <laughs> are you cooking with crisco listen man martha vineyard could probably do with a couple taco trucks uh yeah yeah give, give them a fucking trailer let them do what they do god I was so happy on my vacation to hit those taco trucks, yeah, dude. Dude, I miss it. I used to have a video on uh, on my Snapchat when I was in college a long time ago, and I was like late for class, and I'm driving down the highway trying to get to class, and out of nowhere, Rico's taco truck, my favorite one, pulls in front of me on the highway, and instantly I had my phone out. I was like filming it. I'm like, I'm not making it to class. Oh, I followed them all the way through town, and they stopped and got food. So good, yeah. man. Anytime someone's like, there might be dog in there, I'm like, that's how you know it's the best. That was my favorite thing about working in Washington is like you work a warehouse job with a bunch of Mexican dudes. Mm-hmm. Follow those guys to lunch. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, bro, I'm hopping in your truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll be like, all right, let's go. Dude. That's, uh, that's I mean, you okay, find, okay. yeah, you find out which which taco truck the Mexicans are going to, and you're not going to be sad about it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be sad. Better food. Uh, the, the price is low. Dude, like, coming up here, there is good food here. There is. Mm-hmm. But there's a couple types of food that, like, they get... 80% right. And then like you'll like you'll get like some street tacos and you're like, "Oh, you have one bite like this is good." Like, "Oh, fuck, it was two for 12 bucks." Yeah. Or you'll get a burrito and you have a bite and it's like that's good and I don't know where there's an aftertaste. And it's like, "What ingredient did you add in there?" Yeah. Cuz you almost fucking had it. It's not right. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like whitefish. I went to white I I don't eat whitefish anymore. When I first moved here, I was like, "I bet there's good restaurants there. It yeah. looks like that place." And I had gotten like burritos. You have to like, no matter what kind, you have to be like, "I don't want uh, a wet burrito." Cause like they'll just like yes, enchil- I had to- weird enchilada sauce, uh-huh. and then like you'll like try to scrape the shit off because this burrito doesn't fucking need that. I'll tell you what, I kind of like the breakfast burrito from uh, Montana Coffee Traders here in town. I just had one this morning, and they're smothered. But like, if you just don't, if you just like come to terms in your head with the fact that that's not actually a burrito, mm-hmm. it's so good. <laughs> Whatever sauce they put on top is really good. I'm gonna help you out with this, because remember, I have one right down the road, mm-hmm. and I usually, like, I try not to, because it adds well, that's up. that's what I'm talking about, because yeah. every location's different. They mm-hmm. all have different food and shit, but... The one down the road, you can have whatever you want in a burrito, mm-hmm. and people don't realize that. You walk up, so, like, if you get the breakfast burrito, it's kind of bare bones, and there's not a whole lot, a lot of potato, mm-hmm. which gets a lot of potato, which bugs me because we know what you're doing. It's yeah. called filler. All right. But I love potato. But yeah, it's amazing. But yeah. um, for one dollar more, they have the big sky platter, mm-hmm. which is like uh, eggs. It has eggs, bacon, sausage, potatoes, um, black beans and avocado. Right. And all you just say is you like you walk in and you just like, I want the big sky wrapped. And literally, oh, really? they just give it to you in a burrito. No shit. Uh, there's a bunch of uh, like mornings in Missoula is another one they have, mm. and like people go buy that stuff. They're like, this isn't bad, but it's like, dude, you can, all you have to do is say is wrapped, and it comes no in a burrito. Shit. And they are amazing. The breakfast burrito versus the Big Sky wrapped is night and day different, and it's amazing. Interesting. The cotto is um, soft, and they split it up enough. By the time you actually crack that thing, everything is just melted together. Hell yeah! So, and the black beans are, are make a huge fucking difference. Super oh, filling. I'm about to get a food boner. Oh yeah. <sighs> anyway, so <laughs> here at Strange Range, we like beer and food a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, and axes, and axes. Two yeah. titles in less than a week. Oh yeah. Well, I was going to ask you how the marathon went. It went great. Yeah. It was one of the best ran ones that I've been to. How many hours? A lot longer than I was equating. Uh, really? Yeah. Got done at like 7. Started at 9.30. But it wasn't too fast paced. We were only running two lanes versus three. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it went very effectively everybody chipped in and it was a lot of fun that's cool small community rachel threw for two weeks of it and then she had to bounce to do a photo shoot and then a couple of guys rc and uh, another guy came up from the other venue to Hmm. throw so hell yeah nice dude it was a lot of fun where does that put you in the standings now not a lot and not a lot taller but i'm right beneath one of the guys that won the first um watl championship Mm -hmm. so i'm just right below him and it's only a factor of kill shots because he hit more kill shots than i did but we have the same amount of score and a kill shot's a called shot right yeah Yep, you gotta call it. I instantly was like, I'm cutting this guy's brake lines. <laughs> <laughs> I got your back, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna go over to the other venue, and uh, they have their championship tomorrow. So maybe I'll have a little friendly competition between the two houses. Hell yeah! Oh hell yeah, dude! That's awesome. My new axe. Yeah. Burn it. You what? My new axe. Scrap it. Really? Two hundred fifty dollars. What happened? I hate it. No Felt way. The balance or. It just never felt good in my hand. So Ugh. after week three yesterday, I switched to a house custom axe that Jimmy made and uh, was throwing it way better and fell in love with it. I could make uh, it work. It, it's was, a bummer because that handle, did you feel it? No, I didn't get a chance to. It, no. it, oh, like sure. the texture was really nice. I like the finish that was on it, but I think the, the, the handle you got now is, yeah, I, it, just I, it feels good to me. For my throw, yeah. felt better. I threw. For sure. That's a bummer. You get something so fucking cool and custom mm-hmm. and it's like, well, this is unusable. Yeah. It's weird how you can have the start with something that's cheaper, and then all you think about is upgrading. And then when your skill, whatever it is, to even like when I was building the blazer, like there were certain parts I wanted to upgrade and stuff, and you wait for so long, and then you upgrade something, and you're like, like it's not as good as I wanted. I built it up way too much, and you end up going back yeah. to that thing, you know, like the old trusty, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So now I sit and wait for a few more weeks to see if I made it for worlds. Fuck yeah, dude. Which, before I did the math, and I was sitting at 90th in the Pro League. Mm -hmm. 72 people have been selected already, 26 to filter through down that list. So, might be a little bit of daylight at the end of the tunnel. Fuck yeah, we're trying to see our boy on ESPN. Oh, fuck yeah. Especially if I jumped with those extra points that I gained. If you're wearing a shirt or something, we're putting a Strange Range logo on it. We missed our chance. They had to have been submitted and approved. Okay, well, now you got to get a face tattoo. Yeah. (laughs) Is that on the table? Is that on the table? (laughs) I will put stickers everywhere. Okay, how do we go from tattoo to sticker? We just jump way down. We'll we'll get one of our (laughs) stickers, put it on your forehead. You got to go lay in a tanning booth for a while. Uh, 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 I don't know. (laughs) Hey, hey, we'll table that one. Okay, we'll get back to it. Put a pin in it. There's always next year. Dude, yeah, we'll get true. jerseys made for next year. Hell yeah. Speaking of competitions, uh, I went last year. I took my son, and Rem was there too uh, in the bias booth. But uh, the um, the local uh, uh, the Brewers Cup, I think it was what it was called. It was the Brewers Cup. And oh, yeah. That was awesome, mm-hmm. man. It I've was heard really good things about that. Dude, it was so cool because like, me and Jack show up, and like we've got like some snow clothes on and we're suit it's all outside. And then as soon as like, we walk up to the glass and everybody's like getting ready and it's all local people are like, Hey, what's up? And then they walk by and they see Jack all excited and they're like, that your boy. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's his like second year on skates and they're like, fuck yeah, that's sick. And it's all these dudes that like most of them work at breweries or are brewers and they're sponsored by that brewery. Yeah. That's and rad. so it was all of them going against each other. And one guy who must've been in his seventies, I think was an ex NHL player. Hmm. And showed up and played, and he played all the way through, and they end up winning. Hell yeah! But as soon as we got to the glass to start watching, the snow started falling. 
Oh. And then it was just the coolest environment. Like, there's beer tents everywhere. Like, I still have a. They, they were giving out silicone pint glasses. Yeah. But it has, like, the hockey logos and stuff yeah. on it. And uh, snow starts falling and they start playing. You see dudes skating and they, like, going after the puck. And as soon as they go to slap the puck, it's just a shit, like a full, like, wave of snow up in the air. Because there's not enough time to, like, scrape the ice. Yeah. The snow was falling so fast. And it was, dude, it was just so badass. There's fires going everywhere. That's sick. Yeah, that was a blast. So we have to have a watch party for. January second because that's that the Winter Classic and it's at Fenway. Okay, who's who? It's at Fenway. Yeah, really. Yeah, who's on it this out, year? It's Bruins and Penguins. Oh. Bruins at Fenway. Fuck I yeah! Hate dude. Sidney Crosby. Yeah, let's get it. Dude, we'll do that I for looked, sure. I looked yeah. into tickets. I've looked every year. I know. Dude, it's, yeah, so, it's, it's so hard to make that happen. It'd be so cool just to go to Fenway in general. I think it'd just be so cool to go to Seattle and catch it there. Yeah. Or oh. Vegas. Because mm-hmm. then we could see Bruce Cassidy. It'd be cool as shit for me to go to Dude. Seattle because that's a oh, fuck oh, venue. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just the roof now. But like, I've seen a bunch of Sonics games at that venue. How long until they get them back? Um, they're, from what I've heard, they're announcing the expansion during the draft this year. And so I would I would assume that I, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're getting that expansion team next year, right? But that'll give us a timeline. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like they're going to announce the expansion going to Seattle and Vegas, which makes the most sense to me. Mm-hmm. The expansion for, for going NBA. To oh, okay. NBA. I was like, they are so the Sonics. Teams. Are, yeah, the Sonics <laughs> are coming back, which is great. Really, like, they're they going to name them the Sonics? I would assume so. The, the whole hope. city is going to be pissed off if they don't because mm-hmm. they like. Seattle's been rallying around trying to get the Sonics back. The Sonics back, mm-hmm. not just an NBA team. Like it's got it has to be. And there's history. I mean, that was a that was a good team for a long time. They had they had a ring. Um, they went up against Michael Jordan in the in the finals. Like there was I mean, there's some history there. Oh yeah. There's some Legacy. history to that name. So they're not not in the finals in the in the playoffs. I like, yeah, anyway, fucking <laughs> great team. And I mean, like that I, identity of the city is so wrapped up in that name. Um, yeah, it's it's got to be. So mm-hmm. it makes the most sense that like Seattle would get that team back. And Vegas needs to have one. I mean, they're they're becoming more and more a sports city every year. I mean, between the Golden Knights, the Raiders moved there. They they need to have an NBA team. It just makes sense. So yeah, I gotta be sick, man. I'm happy that like Montana doesn't have as many people as some other states, but that's also the reason why we don't have a hockey team. Right. Well, yeah, we won't ever have a no, pro no, sports team. And I mean, the second even that, that's even in the conversation, it's going to be a bummer because that means the state's gone. Yep. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's this weird, yeah, uh, pull in both directions. But if we had an AHL team. Have you ever been to Spokane to watch the Chiefs? Uh-uh. That's pretty good. They're yeah. um, high school kids. But they also most of the time get farmed up to a bigger club. Yeah, because what it's like sixteen to twenty or something like that. Yes, yeah. for the most part. Hold and on, and then and Hold then on. sixteen to twenty year olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how is that not assault charges all the time? <laughs> I mean, yeah, think about twenty year old goon just yeah. on all the Mexican yeah. steroids, just beating the shit out of high school kids. Yeah, well, that was I'll like watch. the team that I used to go watch all the time in in Everett, Washington, the Silver Tips. They were Western WHL Western Hockey League. Yeah. yeah. Um, which the Chiefs played them, mm-hmm. and uh, Vancouver had a team that came down. Like there was like that. Tri Cities. It was a pretty good league. Uh, like the, the games were super entertaining, but yeah, it was it was a bunch of young kids, and it was fun to watch them because they. Fuck yeah! I mean, they knew what they were trying to do, and mm-hmm. like there's so much passion in that level of the game because they're they're not getting paid. 
You know, I mean, well, they're getting paid, the but they're not getting paid. The bottleneck you have to squeeze through to get up to the NHL. Yeah. Like, those guys are hungry. Yeah, so we used to got, get to watch a lot of, like, badass brawls. Like, Fuck the fucking yeah, bench dude. clears, dude. And it was sick because they are just, I mean, that was all passion. They were fucking in it, you know, and that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I wanted to see more games. I've only seen two. I've seen Boston play twice, uh, and it was the Sharks both the times. Oh. And I was lucky enough, I've only seen two games, and uh, Boston won both times. Nice. The first one, though, I went with my mom's boyfriend, and... Uh, at that time, like I was poor. I didn't even have a sweater at that time. I had like a t-shirt. Mm. And uh, I'm in the Shark Tank. There's only a handful of us Boston fans and diehards too. Like you go out to the smoking area and it's just like one super rich guy smoking a cigar out there and the rest of us are smoking cheap cigarettes in fucking Boston shit. And uh, Seahawks but, are winning. There you go. <laughs> but we made it all the way to the, uh, the third period and it was 0-0. Zero, zero. Hmm. And I think Krug scored with five minutes left. I mean, like the tension had gotten so high. Everyone's pissed off the whole game because no one's scoring and drinking tall, you know, expensive tall cans and shit. And just out of nowhere, Kruger scores. And it just erupts in booze. And out of nowhere, it gets quiet for one second. And you hear like 20 dudes like, like fucking stoked. And then everyone's drunk and it, it lets out. And you're walking down the main street in San Jose. It's The whole road is taken up by people in sweaters. And it's me. And you can see random yellow all over. Drunk dude just like, fuck you. <laughs> like, dude. Random gold, but I'll let it slide. All right, let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> Yo, you know Gino fun? Smith is 11 that. for 17 with 98 yards right now. Boy, he's killing it. He's doing uh, it. He's doing the damn thing. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm not the biggest oh, football guy. They've but, only had field goals, though, bud. Well, he's still oh, fucking completing passes. You're, not you're, his, you're, you're not splitting hairs, and I see what you're doing right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just attacking. How's that Broncos doing with our fucking leftovers? Fucking How about care. that, huh? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was upset about the Saints miss, losing, but I just said hour. I'm gonna flog myself when I get home. Dude, speaking of the Saints, <laughs> me and Tyler were saving up. And I was gonna take him to Mardi Gras in Louisiana and actually be able to go see some of my old friends that still live there and shit. And uh, we're like, all right, man, it's next fall. Like we have a whole year to do it. And uh, I somehow forgot that it's in February. And it was like, man, first of all, cold titties. Cold titties. Cold titties. But uh, I want to take him up there bad. Can you Fuck imagine yeah. you taking him down bourbon? I want to go. Dude, yeah, it's I not expensive. Go. Let's fucking, yeah. Yeah, I got people there I too. I love Cajun food. Mm-hmm. I've, like, if, if I'm going to go to an, like a populated party area, I would way rather go to Louisiana than to fucking Florida or California, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Louisiana is just, it's super different. It's a... Uh, it gets a bad rap because, like, for some reason, those a lot of those southern states I just like get called dirty. the South, and yeah. it, it it's an awesome place. Like, everyone's cool to everybody for the most part. There's places of NOLA that you don't go to, though. Sure, one hundred percent. It gets you get towards more Katrina y areas, yeah, and it's savage out there. Yeah, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Bourbon Street is is different than you think. Um, after like seven p.m., cops show up and they put barricades on either side, so you mm-hmm. can't drive down it. And then after 10 p.m. There's just puke everywhere. You cool. can smell it when you walk down the road. There's that just means puke I don't have everywhere. to feel bad about it when I do it. But <laughs> there's like a hundred hole in the wall bars. Like it's not like you're gonna walk into like a club club. They do have those, but it's just these cool, extremely old like uh, these bars, and they close for one hour. They're Fuck 20, yeah. 23 hours a day, and they close for one hour to restock. I want that shit so bad. You can't drink the water mm. in. There. I'm not planning on drinking any water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nerd. Puke shit. Piss all just 
Dude, up the water there. It's, it's just like half-eaten chunks of pizza and puke everywhere and trash and shit, but it's it's a lot of fun, man. When you're done with Bourbon Street, though, you're like, I'm going to go home and not drink for a year. Yeah. <laughs> it takes it out of you. But like, no matter where you go, you'll find somebody. You'll walk by, and they're like, oh, shit, like, you're wearing this shirt or this band logo? That's fucking rad. Hey, sit down. And you end up hanging out with people you didn't know and having yeah, shots sick. and drinking, Fuck and yeah. then eventually you're like, we got to move to another one, so we see more. And you go somewhere else, and you meet another group of people yeah, like that. that's sick. Fuck yeah. I was out there uh, when I went to Voodoo Fest, and um, I uh, was, uh, so it was Halloween weekend, and was walking around. And literally, I, I, I got blacked out drunk at one point, and somehow ended up in my hotel room. Literally, I was bar hopping, got separated from the people I was with. And just met new groups of friends throughout the entire night. And then eventually I wake up and I'm like, oh, fuck, I know I lost time. And I look down, I'm in my hotel room and there's just like burrito wrappers and cookies and shit in my bed and like empty beer cans around it. And I'm all, all right, I did it right. Like, that was a good yeah, night. Yeah. That was a good night. <laughs> um, that was fucking epic just in the sense that I got to see Chris Cornell right before he died. No shit. So Voodoo Fest, I saw um, My Chemical Romance was there. Uh, I went for uh, Social Distortion. That was the main one. I saw Social Distortion, My Chemical Romance, Blink-182 was there, and it was actually like, dude, it, it, was, it was my eighth grade year all over again, and it yeah. was fucking rad. Was that with Skiba or DeLong? No, DeLong was there. Really? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's yeah, sick. so this was Halloween 2011. 2011, okay. And then um, out of nowhere, like I saw Mastodon, which was amazing. Dude, they Absolutely. are really good live. Have you seen Mastodon live? No. Epic. Fucking great. Epic. Yeah. But, and then out of nowhere, like Soundgarden's there. That's sick. And they had just gotten back together to do another tour. And I roll up, and it's fucking cold, man. Like, there's wind blowing, and uh, I'm in the crowd, and they have like this crazy lighting. But it's, it's weird. It's hard to explain, but it was like black and gray lighting. Yeah. The whole thing. Huh. And out of nowhere, like, Chris had this jacket on, right? I'm 10 feet away from Chris Cornell. 10 feet. And he, he goes, like, he's fucking screaming out, uh, they're playing Power Child. And he stops. He goes, stop, 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 stop. And the, the whole thing stops. And he leans forward over the, over the stage. Now I'm, like, eight feet away. And he looks around and he goes, fuck, man, fuck me. And like, the guy's like, what? And he's like, I'm up here with a fucking jacket on. And everyone in this crowd who came to see us is fucking freezing to death. He goes, hold on. Takes his jacket off, throws it in the crowd, goes, we're going to fucking freeze together. Keep going. Hell yeah. And just yeah. to, just a chance, like I I took Chris Cornell and his music for granted for a long time, and now that he's gone, and you look back at the things he did, and I got a chance to see the way that guy acts, and that was just a gem so of a person. Good, yeah, so good. talented and multiple bands. I mean, in every band he did, there's music that I like from that band. Mm -hmm. and like, there's, I mean, you hear Like a Stone from Audio Fuck, Slave. Yeah. Audio gets Slave me every time. One of the best bands of my childhood. I think so too. Fucking uh, Spoon Man. Shadows in yeah. the Sun. Spoon Man. Spoon Man was Spoon great. Fantastic. But dude, Shadows Slave. in the Sun. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, I got to see them play a bunch of amazing music and I got to see that moment and it was just I've seen a lot of bands. I've been around a different a lot of different areas and that one will stick with me for the rest of my life. We literally so I was working at the Silver Bullet when Chris Cornell died. Mm -hmm. And me and Micah and Jordan and Danette literally mourned the whole fucking day. I had a shift that day. We fucking we just went into the bar. We all got fucking drunk together mm -hmm. and listened to fucking Audio Slave and Soundgarden all day. The fact that we deal with these prima donna celebrities and stuff that they want from you. Mm -hmm. Like and to be able to uh, have just one of those unicorns, those, those people that that want you to enjoy yourself. They don't yeah. want to take nothing from you. Like, he was never a guy that was like, I want all your money. Like, he just wanted to make this music, and he had a, a, a really rough life. And, yeah. and that just happened to be his thing where he made people happy. I got to be so fucking bad. Yeah? Yeah. You guys ready for uh, recommendations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, you do I only that. got I'm one. I'm going to pee while you're doing it. Okay, so I only got one. So, uh... 
Ghost of Tsushima. Do what? Ghost of or Ghost of Tsushima is what I've been playing, and I've been wanting to play it for a while. And I didn't because uh, I just got that PS5. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize until I started the game. Um, I go down the rabbit hole on weird shit on YouTube, and uh, a lot of the stuff is history and battles. Yeah. And I'll actually they'll, they'll take these. Um, I mean, you play computer games. Those uh, computer war simulators that are historical. So they'll take those games and act out an entire war, how it actually happened, and then a guy will take that game footage and then he'll talk over it and explain exactly what happened. And I'm, I, I've gone all the way through, uh, you know, the um, the uh, certain Roman dynasties that came through. I've seen uh, Saxons and Britons and stuff like that. A bunch of really cool ones. And I didn't realize I'd actually watched one on Tsushima. And so the Mongols had decided to go take a hit at Japan. And before they hit the mainland, they wanted to take some of the small islands. And the first one they hit was Tsushima. Hmm. And uh, they took it like twice. And they just showed up in full force, wiped everybody out. But the, the survivors that were there somehow were able to repel them. And I think it had to do with the fact that it wasn't a big piece of land. It was an island that they were fighting from. But so this game, is, I was like, man, well, Tsushima sounds super familiar. And the moment I started playing, I'm like, I'm playing the story of what happened there. Because if I remember right, after they lost at Tsushima, they never actually came back and tried to take the mainland. Hmm. So it's these people that live in the small island. And it is an extremely dramatic game. And because um, literally, at the very beginning is uh, they've already attacked the island. And now you have the remaining samurai from the families on that island and they all got together in one group and fought to the last man and died. And then in the game, like you happen to be one of the only survivors and it gets really into the, the samurai's code of honor in the sense that like the guy you're playing as knows that you ha- we have to fight for our land now. This isn't about clans. This isn't about my village. This is about the entire fucking island. And they were massacring people. In the game, you're like like going through this open world and you'll go through like these forests and off-roads and stuff and you'll just see dead bodies everywhere. Just random dead bodies because they murdered everyone. And uh, it gets to the point where he, uh, the, the girl that saves him, the reason why he's the only samurai left is she was a thief and happened to be like trying to grab her brother and bail off the island and she finds you so you have to change your tactics to save the island and the problem is is those tactics are do not go in line with the samurai code every fight a samurai has he's supposed to look at you get your attention stand in front of you and fight and they're outnumbered so bad that he has to start pretty much slitting throats and sneaking up on dudes and that is instant dishonor so it's either he doesn't do this and everyone dies and lose the island or he does what he has to do in murdering as many Mongols as he can to take the island back, and there's a good chance he can't be a lord anymore. Damn. And they'll write him off as not a samurai. And he saves his uncle, which is the highest, underneath the shogun, the highest lord. They had taken him in that battle. And the whole time that you're mur- uh, massacring all these Mongols, trying to get to this castle to save him, it cuts into the Mongol leader, who's the grandson of Kubla, and he's talking to through a, a cage to your uncle, and he's like, so I hear your, uh, you know, your nephew's still alive. And he goes, my nephew will come for you. And he goes, I'm finding a lot of uh, my people's bodies with holes in the throats and the back of the neck. And he's like, samurai, don't do that. And he's like, I think the person you're waiting to save you isn't going to be the person you remember. So when you do save him, he's literally like, whatever you did has to stop now. Like We have to fight this like samurai. But because you've been doing this this whole time, you know that's not going to happen. You, no one will win unless you like break your moral code right. and do what has to be done to save the island. And it is it, it's super, super good game. So they have it on PS4, uh, PS5. Check out Ghost of Tsushima. Absolutely amazing game. Got anything? No, but I have a correction. A correction? Um, that okay. 
crazy Catholic story that I was talking about book. It's actually yeah. a novel. Okay. And uh, it was seven years later made into a movie played by um, 007. Sean Craig? Connery. Oh, okay. Um, but it's, a quick it's yeah, <laughs> it's a quick, it's a historically factual book, and it's really hard read, so I wouldn't recommend it. No, okay, knowing, mm-hmm. so I have to re- so invoke a, that a, a non recommendation. Yeah. Okay, uh, an anti rec. Right. Okay, and I can dig that. Mm-hmm. I can B, dig it. The bees are on tomorrow against mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. So what time? recommend watching that shit five. Our time. Uh, I'll be able to watch a little bit of it, like a half hour, and then I gotta go to Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. It used to be a Tuesday, Thursday thing forever, and then like Saturdays or Sundays sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, this this it's Monday, Wednesday thing is fucking up my hockey shit. <laughs> it's killing me. We'll get one. Yeah, it'll happen. So I've got a couple of just quick music recommendations. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, I can't remember if I think I did this last week, but definitely watch the new Hellraiser. That was really good. Did I talk about that last week? I think we you briefly started. mentioned it. I asked you a couple questions about what they did. Uh, I've seen some of the art from it. Mm-hmm. It looks amazing. Visually stunning. That film was fantastic. I the only peeve I had was just there was a couple parts that were too dark, lighting wise, and I oh, just okay. I don't love that trend. It's kind of like a new tool that a lot of people are using in movies, mm-hmm. and I don't love it. Like I want to be able to see what you shot at least a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, but otherwise, visually fucking stunning. The cinematography was great. I think the storyline was really good. It it worked in really well. Like it didn't feel like a forced reboot. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was worried about that. Um, the female Hellraiser was cool as shit, or the female uh, uh, Pinhead rather. Um, she looked really cool. The bites were cool as shit. Like, yeah, dude, all of the all of the character design, the heads on the pins, was cool. Yeah, that's that's one of the concepts I, or, or screenshots I saw. Yeah. I saw from it because I haven't watched it yet. But uh, just being able to see all the heads of the pins, uh-huh. the way it's gritted out, the way it comes around the back of her neck, like that really, was really cool looking. Really good, really good. Um, super stoked about it. So ch- definitely check that out. Um, as far as a hip hop recommendation, check out JID. He's an artist I've been listening to for four or five years now, and he got signed, I believe, to B Cole's, or sorry, J Cole's. B Cole's from Seattle. Mm-hmm. J Cole's record label. Um, but he just put out an album called The Forever Story. The whole thing, literally, start to finish, is fantastic. Fuck yeah, really nice. fucking good. And then, um on a little bit different track ls dune i know I, i've talked about them a little bit but they they've got two two singles out now that are really fucking good and it's kind of like a emo post hardcore super group they're all grown up and really fucking good at music and it's <laughs> so fucking tasty what's it called so tasty so they've got one track called 2022 and i think they've only got two singles out right now but um 2022 and uh permanent rebellion both tracks are wonderful. I think Permanent Rebellion is definitely my favorite of the two. So mm-hmm. if you're going to check out one of them, check out that one. Um, but, I mean, Anthony Green from Circus Survive is on vocals. Frank from My Chemical Romance is on lead guitar. Really? There's a couple guys from Thursday. It's a, it's a really fucking solid group. They played their first show live, actually, the other uh, two weeks ago, I think, with My Chemical Romance, mm-hmm. which makes sense. Um, super solid. I'm excited about it. Like I can't wait till this album drops. So those are my, those are my two recs. Yeah, I got one to add in real quick. Uh, I've been going through, I, I switched to Spotify, and so like it's just been new music. I've been adding on there some old stuff. Mm-hmm. But what's le- when, I, when I quit using Apple Music, it, it got rid of almost everything I downloaded. Uh-huh. But there's some stuff there that's really old. So some, every once in a while, if I put my, my phone like, connects to my truck, 
And for some reason, it'll go to the Apple Music app first, and that's what automatically plays. I've been re-listening to all the atmosphere that I used to like listen to all the time. God Loves Ugly, uh, I've been listening to nonstop again. So check out, if you have never listened to Atmosphere, uh, check out the song God Loves Ugly, which is absolutely yeah. amazing. Oh, yeah, that's um, a great Anything track. Atmosphere, a slug is a fucking badass. Um, I think, uh, well, any of the rhyme sayers. All of them are fucking amazing. Yeah. Pretty much all of them. It, it, speaking of which... Prof, um, got anything new? Well, no, Prof's actually not on Rhyme Sayers anymore. He's back with Stop House. What? There was, there was a big whole situation, I think, kind of involving Slug in, to some degree. But yeah, he's been off, he's been off Rhyme, Rhyme Sayers for two years now. Went back, back home no to Stop shit. House. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Yeah. But uh, Idea, today, I believe, is the anniversary of his death. And Idea and Abilities is like my favorite hip-hop group on the planet i mean oh you have you listened to some of their stuff I really think. fucking good if you listen like their whole album firstborn mm-hmm. like <sighs> next time you do some mushrooms listen to that fucking album gotcha listen to that fucking <laughs> i'm album on it all the way through so good by the throat is another i mean literally every album they put out together is fantastic um but and he put out a bunch of stuff on his own he also did an album called um the many faces of oliver tree no, someone's going to be mad about this. <laughs> someone's going to be mad about this. Anyway, he did some like kind of like uh, lo-fi punk rock stuff. And uh, he's, he's done one of the the best songwriters of our generation for sure. And he's been dead for like 11 or 12 years now. But Damn. Very fucking good. Very fucking good. So, oh, yeah. Throw that in have, there too. Have nice. you seen uh, 31 by Rob Zombie? Since it's spoopy season, I gotta throw this wreck out mm-hmm. there. Thirty-one. Yeah. Was that his last horror movie made? Uh, yeah. Was that before or after Lords of Salem? It might have been just before. I saw Lords of Salem. I think it was. I think after. I have seen what you're talking about. I think I have. It's, got it's a, good. It's, it's fucking got a gnarly. Midget Mexican Nazi. Yeah. A midget <laughs> yeah, Mexican Nazi. In a movie, yeah, you'd, re- you'd remember that. I'm drawing a blank, okay. so maybe I need to watch you it. That. Yeah, okay. that was good. In fact, you that got movie, me hooked on Midget Mexican Mexican. I'm in. So when that was in production, they had to. It took weeks for them to be able to put it out because he kept, he kept having to pull shit in post because they were like, "Well, we're, we're going to have to give this a uh, fucking X rating mm-hmm. or an NC-17 rating." And he finally worked it back to R, and it took a long time and a lot of cutting to get it there. But it's we all would have watched if it was. Fucking oh yeah! I want to see. I want to see the zombie cut. Yeah, give me the zombie cut. I want to see that shit that he had to pull out because it was fucking good. Speaking of which, we need to meet up and have a night again. Uh, do like an adult sleepover in PJs for the next YMH live. I missed that the last yeah. one or two. Hundred percent. Did but you? You ever watched it yet? No. Dude, just buy I've it. heard. Buy it tonight and watch it. It's so good. I heard it's fucking nuts. I, I mean, I, you can probably find the opening skit on YouTube somewhere. Uh-huh. At least watch that because that was funny as shit. Nadav fucks some shit up and it's hilarious. Dude. Okay, lastly, lastly, have you seen the Theo Vaughn issue that happened on your mom's house with uh, Christina? Ish, no. There was a thing called Theo Gate, where all the friends of Rogan and all them, uh, Theo had never been brought on your mom's house. And the fans were commenting for like a year, being like, what is your issue with Theo? Theo's never been on there. And they started doing hashtag Theo Gate and all this. And they finally bring him on. And like, it's all good, but Christina's acting weird. And 
Oh, there's a, there's a video I'll, I'll send you afterwards. Pretty much, long story short, they're like, oh, yeah. let's go watch the episode. Because Tom, Tom actually goes, he's like, I don't know why Like everyone thinks we don't like you and all that shit, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't get it either. And you can tell Theo's uncomfortable. And then like Christina does what I think is getting ahead of something. And she goes, well, let's show them the evidence why they think you don't like him. And he's like, okay, yeah, go ahead. And she starts playing a video. And it's her getting interviewed with him there. And uh, Theo's like, oh, yeah, 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 this, this clip, this clip. And the whole time Tom goes, uh, when was this? And she goes, you, you've seen this. And he goes, no, I haven't. And she goes, well, well just th- this is what they think. You know, this is what the fans think. And she's holding his hand. I think like he like touches her face. They're like flirting back and forth. And uh, Theo's like, yeah, yeah, this is before you were married. Though. I mean, like, and she goes, no, we were married. And he goes, huh. you were married at that time? And Tom's pissed. And he's like, yeah, she was married to me. And uh, Theo Lillick goes, he's like, oh, you weren't acting like a married lady there, Christina. Oh, and she's like, shit. and then like, literally like, he's like looking at, at Theo. Theo's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then like, she was like, yeah, we just had a bunch of stuff in common. We were just friends. Like, that's all that was going on. And they were like flirting. Like, they just got done banging and they got interviewed afterwards. And he literally was like, you were married then? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, you weren't acting like a married lady. And Tom is visually pissed. You can tell there's no getting around it. Like, when was this? Um, I think this came out last year, but I, I, never, I, I listened to him. So this is the, when that clip came out, that was the first time I had seen what actually happened. And dude, he's fucking mad. See, I jumped on Interesting. it. Like, it got dropped after. He or okay. So. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, Theo has my back. And the, the whole Theo Gate thing has never been brought up again that I know of since then. But I'll send you the clip, yeah. And literally, just like it if keeps like. Find, if the episode's still up, I'll just go watch it when I get mm-hmm. home because that's that sounds entertaining. Your mom's house, I listen to occasion. It depends on the guest. That's mm-hmm. how I decide to listen to that show. It's not yeah. like an every week one for me, even though I, I I love both of those people, as far as Christina and Tom, you know. And I listen to like. Two Bears every week. Mm-hmm. I listen to Burt Cast every week. I, sometimes I listen to Tom's show, but like your mom's house is just like a when I like the guest that's on kind of thing. Yo, but the, somehow I missed that one, so I'm gonna have to go back and find it. The uh, the Burt Cast just came out with um, our King? boy. No, no, no. Oh, uh, our boy. Uh, fucking put out the special weshy, dude. Um, Stefano, did you see the clip that came out of that when he's taught when he starts crying? Yeah, they both bawled together. Yeah, because Chris Stefano finally like I like just opens up and he's like. I'm missing everything. He's like, I don't know how you do this. You've been doing this longer, Bert. Like, I'm missing my entire daughter's life. He's mm-hmm. like, and he starts, he's a big dude, and starts bawling, and he's like, I'm seeing her fucking life through through FaceTime. He's like, I'm the only dad that's never seen one of her swim meets. Like, I'm, he's like, how, how do you do this? And I, if you listen to it, it sounds like Bert's laughing, and then I watch the clip, and he's cry laughing, like crying, and he's like, it doesn't get any fucking better. And he's like, what? And he's like, He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, dude, I'm drinking a ten, drinking whiskey at ten in the fucking morning. It doesn't get better. And they just cried together. And literally, they brought me back to like that that thing I always say. It was like, I give up like finding different jobs or a job that I like. I give up all this shit so I can take my son yeah. to school, so I could do jujitsu with him. Like, if I, I like those years don't come back. And uh, you look at these guys that we see as successful and happy and funny, and you realize that they are fucking hurting. Yeah, like, it is a huge sacrifice. And that that would that definitely like soften me up that's that day a tough one that. man that's yeah. a tough one because Bert talks about that a lot he, he's even gone so far as to say like I don't know what I'm going to do now that the, the girls are just about college age mm-hmm. like one of them is and, you know George is in college and or yeah yeah George is in college, in college yeah. now mm-hmm. um, and he's like I, fuck maybe I'll just quit doing comedy 
he's like, all my comedy is based around my family. If I don't mm-hmm. have that content anymore, like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And it's so sad, dude. Okay. It's so sad listening to that guy. Well, you see him and you're like, oh, he's this part of your guy. He probably doesn't actually give a shit, never around. And it's like, oh, no, he, he gives he, a lot of shit. He gives That's the a only lot thing of that matters to him is his family. That's yeah. part of the reason I love that guy so much. He's, he's genuine. It's tough. And I mean, he's, he, for, for all the fault and not being there sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, like he's done the best to give his family a good life and like, you got to respect the fuck out of that. But, he yeah, started late. He had kids when he we first yeah. started doing comedy, and they were dead poor. He was taking his wife to watch the kids, like in the back of the uh, comedy store, while he would do sets. And like they had nothing. His friends were successful. Bro, it wasn't until the machine, like he literally. Leanne went, is the ultimate ride or die. Oh my god, dude! dude. That chick, because because he was a fucking rescue project. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh sure. yeah. Yeah, she's fucking funny, man. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Well, hey, speaking of jiu-jitsu, Rivers got jiu-jitsu class tomorrow. Yeah. Fucking stoked. Oh, he loves it, yeah. dude. He's Yeah, he's rocking. It's a good time. He's he's such a big fucking goof, mm-hmm. you know? He's just he's just so happy all the time. It's hilarious because he is easily the biggest kid in his class. I'm so and he's jealous not of that, the oldest. Too. He's always happy and smiling. It's rare that I, if he gets upset, at least when I'm around, it's very, like, temporary. Yeah. But he's always big smiles and happy to see you. Yeah. It's funny because he'll be sad sometimes or, like, you know, upset. I'm like, dude, we got to get it together. He goes, I'm happy now. <laughs> <laughs> right on, dude. Hell yeah. I'm glad he's still in it, man. That, yeah. that, that's really cool. Jack is uh, just getting the point now where like before he would like i'd show him a technique in class and he would kind of fumble fuck through a little bit and just all right you kind of did that okay cool mm-hmm. and now he's actually like i'm seeing sharper movements yeah and oh, his yeah. takedowns are getting better and he's way more confident now so it's so good for him man yeah no that's rad yeah my, super rad my brother picked up 500 pounds off the ground deadlift yeah single pr yeah that's a lot dude he went from 405 to 500 Ooh, it's yeah. a big jump yeah. yeah hell yeah wasn't clean and wasn't clean and wasn't right but he did it fucking did it bud i'm still deadlifting i'm still getting my weight back up finally little by little but man dude like i deadlift and then a day and a half later i go to jiu-jitsu and i get mounted by someone and i have to escape the mount when they're sitting on my chest and my lower back is shot that is a battle i'm trying to like get away from the bodybuilding bro split style workouts I used to do and just yeah. do completely like I'm trying to aim for functional strength. I just want to look athletic and then be able to do the things I love better. Yeah. And it's a, uh, yeah, the deadlifting thing, Dead, those compound exercises are so good for you, but man, I have to pay for them when mm-hmm. I'm in class and having to like lift someone off my body, uh, especially when they get your back or something like that. And they're just backpacking you super hard and having to create space, utilize that space to spin around, get, and it's just, Especially with my core shot. Ooh. But that's impressive. 500 pounds is, is a lot. Anybody that's like, oh, well, this guy can do 1,000. It's like, that guy's a freak of fucking nature. For a regular guy to pull 500 is, is awesome. Well, he's shorter, which helps. Yeah, but, less uh, distance. He, I outweigh him by 50 pounds. Oh, shit. Yeah. What's your PR at right now? 425. That's impressive. Like, like the best I ever did was 365. And I plateaued there twice. I, I I was able to get it twice, two different two different events, but I never got above it. Now I'm way below that. Now I'm just doing like higher reps and more sets, yeah. trying to get a base going again. Well, that's what I do, and I won't let myself advance farther if I can't pick that weight up for five. Smart. And then I'll add additional weight, and I just don't want to get hurt. I'm too old. I yeah. have too many responsibilities. How old are you now? Thirty-one. I'm 33, man. I got you. Be- <laughs> I know, I know. Well, you're on the same page. Well, you're like, way too old. Rather do more reps and mm-hmm. feel it than fuck my shit up. So. Exactly. Like we were, we were younger at one point. It was just how much you could pull, no matter what. And the amount I, I dude, pulling an ab, 
pulling one side of your lower back, stretching a shoulder, a pec, like that shit fucking sucks, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'd usually try to do a five by five. Mm-hmm. And slowly progress the weight, or I'll do like two of those sets at the same weight, and then try to go up, even if it's small increments, just a little bit on my last three sets, my last two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So listen, Smart we had uh, we had some some content set aside that that Colton looked up for uh, uh, local um, or Montana-based UFO sightings that we were going to mm-hmm. cover, and we didn't quite get there. So maybe we'll get there next week. But also, that's good. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what comes with that. Yeah, uh, just yeah. sacrifice myself for the pod. For the pod. All right, boys. Fucking stay strange. We'll be back with you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Check out the Facebook, the Twitter, the YouTube, the like and Instagram. Like and subscribe to all those notifications. Things. Buy some stuff. We yep. still got a bunch of cool shit available on Teespring. Uh, links are available on Facebook as well as the website www.strangeboys.com. Yeah. Check that shit out. Share it with people. Buy some stuff, and uh, we love you. Fuck yeah. We'll, we'll see you guys next you. week. Woo! Let's go! Let's go. Nice. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Set <laughs> <laughs>